0: thing only because they own all the JPEGs, right? Facebook owns all the NFTs. Once NFTs are replacing every single piece of um, social media content, advertisers will directly pay creators and, and not just advertisers, but tons of different use cases like early fans, whatever that is. And so to me, like it's going to be bigger than Fang. It's going to replace Internet and social media as we know. And it's going to be a crazy wealth creation, like trillions of dollars are going to go back into creators. Welcome
1: to the NFT Now podcast.
0: Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm
1: Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture.
0: Welcome to the show.
1: Alejandro, how's it going, man? Oh, Matt, it's going amazing, brother. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. And we've got a great guest today, Alex Massmedge, co-founder and CEO of Showtime, uh, social network for crypto media, uh, one of the platforms trying to bridge the gap at the intersection of social media and NFTs really interesting project and alex you know he's he's only 23 years old he's he's already been very involved as as a uh, as an entrant into the space creator of the alex social token which we'll we'll hear a bit more about and also ex-founder of rocket so what are you excited to hear in this one i'm
2: just really excited to see the details of the story because like he got into the space in 2019 at such a young age and still set so many pioneering records. So, I'm really interested to hear the inspiring story to see how
1: our audiences really engage with it. Yeah, love that. Before we jump in, just want to remind everyone to sign up for our newsletter and join our Discord community. Head to nftnow.com where you can sign up for, for the weekly newsletter. And if you hit the community tab, jump in on Discord. We'd love to have you. Uh, without any further ado, Alex Massmage. Alex, what's good, man? Glad to have you on the podcast.
0: Thanks so much, Matt and Ale. Yeah, good to be here.
1: Love it. Well, you know, you've had quite, uh, you know, uh, uh, involved... Kind of entry into the into the crypto space for someone your age. You launched your social token Alex. You've got Showtime, um, which we'll, which we'll get into. But why don't we why don't we kick things off with with your your Alex token? Just tell us a little bit about um, you know when did you launch that?
0: What was the concept there, and you know, what what you kind of learned from that? So basically, like I started crypto in twenty nineteen. And at the time, I I didn't really have any funding or funds whatsoever. I didn't have a job. And I really wanted to go to this conference called Berlin Blockchain Week in 2019, which is like the conference where I met like Jess from Seed Club. I think maybe Cooper was there as well. Like a lot of OGs. For a lot of OGs today, that was their first conference. And basically, I couldn't make it because I didn't have enough money. And so I tweeted, hey, like, I'd love to. If I could go to Berlin last minute, I would make it. And this stranger called Peter Pan just DM me and send me the money. And I go there and Peter is like, oh, by the way, like, you know, I don't have money either. I was just trying to be kind. Let's find some way of like tokenizing your debt or something. And so we created like 1500 coins uh, called the Alex Mesmish Debt 2019, uh, which was like my first kind of personal token before Alex. And the thing is the role company, the role startup, which is like basically like the OG social token startup reaches out and is like, wow like we are trying to convince creators to do their own token and you literally did one on your own for this debt uh why don't we do alex and so i did alex i think it was like august 2019 basically for six months there was no nothing happening there um it was you know mostly like an hour of my time at the time i don't think my time was that scarce now it is more scarce <laughs> but like at the time like no one really cared And COVID happens March 2020. And again, I'm like, well, I'm in Paris. I'm stuck at my parents' house. Like, I want to be in San Francisco, really changing the world and like starting a company, raising VC funding, and very do like a very, very ambitious project. And so I was like, okay, I guess my only solution, unless I take a job, is that I raise money somehow, but I I wasn't ready for being a founder just yet. And so I go to the last ever in real life conference, ETH CC 2020. I'm on main stage and I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm gonna say that I'm raising twenty thousand dollars for the Alex token, and I'll repay in the future fifteen percent of my future salary. And I was like, let's see if that works because twenty k would definitely, especially with crypto and like uh, the fact that I would have invested in this in ETH at the start, it was gonna get me like a, a financial safety net to make it to the to SF. And it worked out in like three days. The money was completed. It went viral as well. Met a lot of investors, met a lot of founder friends. And uh, yeah, it's been crazy since then. And it actually worked because I'm in SF now. Well, I'm in New York just for mainnet, but I'm in SF now normally. Uh, I raised funding and I started Showtime, my startup, like everything that the Alex token was promising is happening, so I'm so excited.
2: (laughs) That sounds like like a whirlwind of an adventure from idea execution to now being one of the leaders in the nft space uh you know having raised venture capital but we'll get into that later but i want to touch on the on why you think social tokens are so important to the ecosystem and how do you see them interacting
0: with the the nfts passionate creators are ruling the planet they are you know four billion social media users Um, and although you know this nft Uh, crazy right now makes you think that people care about like things and collectibles and art it is true but the thing that people care the most about is other people and creators they can look up to uh you know creators that inspire them that teach them things that entertain them those people are like have billions like i think I i saw this video from mass daily yesterday uh of mr beast having more views than cnn right creators are basically the closest people uh, two billions of social media users. And so one, if we want crypto adoption, probably going through them is the best. And two, uh, you know, they, they produce tremendous attention, tremendous value. And crypto, you know, unlocking value being like the thesis of crypto, which is right now there's only equity and, and assets for like the, the very few privileged ones. But in crypto, value can flow as easily as data. It seems so obvious that they need to control their economy. And also one thing I'd like to note is that it, it just... Although social tokens are less hot than NFTs right now, every single time it's been announced, it just goes viral, right? The Alex token went viral last year, although it wasn't perfectly implemented. And so I'm thinking of ways to do it better with Showtime. BitCloud, same story, right? BitCloud uh, was not perfectly executed at the start, but again, it went viral like crazy. And so like this concept will exist and will completely change the world. Uh, it's a question of timing of like, what is the right model that scales and like, you know, that is uh, the most protective of people, but also the most upside for creators and their communities. So we're just scratching our surface, but I'm so excited. And to me, it's the next thing after, uh, you know, NFTs. To me, DAOs is a little far away. Um, you know, it's awesome. I love friends with benefits. I love those DAOs, but. I wrote this piece on Andreessen saying that social tokens will happen before. Social tokens is basically a DAO that assumes that most DAO members won't do much, but they will participate with the creator of uh, the social token. And then maybe they will evolve into some DAOs where like more people are engaged. But the level of engagement of social tokens is, is a bit easier, right? Like maybe if you like, Engage or buy an NFT or do some basic tasks. You have the social token. So to me, yeah, it's like NFT, does share social tokens, and then DAOs later on.
1: Very cool. Speaking of showtime, let's just dive into that real quick. You know, what are you building? What's the mission there? And you know, what inspired it?
0: What inspired it? So I did the Alex token, and I was like, wow, it's working really well. How can I scale this to millions of people? And what kind of people would like to have their token? Uh, and it turns out, um, so online creditors really need it because uh they're under monetized right now Facebook is taking a 100% take rate all of the social media platforms are taking so much money from them and they have a lot of distribution so if they release uh you know anything that could be monetized uh that that would be awesome and there would be like some sort of value share or something that we can find with social tokens and so yeah long story short I was like uh seems like online creators is the best seems like nft is also the best format to maybe be the basis of a social token because with the alex token i can run away with the money it was just like an informal promise but you know that's why like i had some critics when i released it which is like you owe no one nothing it's not there's no smart contracts protecting the people but with nfc's actually if we make it so that you know every time there's an NFT sale a small portion goes to your early fans for instance that's something it's that's harder to cheat on there's o- other problems like civil resistance making sure people uh don't like fake their uh, personalities whatever but it still would be a huge way to scale it, uh, which is NFTs being the basis of the, the revenue that you earn and that you share with people. So I was like, okay, cool. I guess before doing social tokens, reverse engineering, what are the first steps? I wanna create um, an NFT platform that is maybe more social because right now it's very transactional. Uh, you know, It's mostly marketplaces for now, OpenSea and others. And I was like, it seems like you know people engage on social media more and spend more time there than they spend time on amazon or ebay which is more like the marketplace nft and so yeah really showtime in march uh and it started uh it did really well like i feel like we nailed the timing more than i even could imagine um and so it's been awesome and i guess the mission is well fairly value creators creators are not valued right now to their fair price uh because of social networks today and the crazy part is that if we fairly reward them and reward their community, uh, we can maybe make it so that billions of online users actually can benefit from crypto and earn cryptocurrency from their normal internet usage, which is kind of mind blowing. Like Axie Infinity, this game is, is right now paying people that are not professional players. Can we do the same with social networks? That's even more people. And to me, that's really fascinating so yeah it's it's half crypto adoption and half fairly rewarding creators
2: it sounds like you're incredibly passionate about this issue and like you're very invested in uh reforming uh social networks um how does showtime differ from other nft social media platforms like nifty's and lazy.com
0: so yeah there are many other platforms that was released earlier this year i would say well, I mean, we don't know, like th- there are so many ways to go from this, you know, we take NFT and we consider it a social media piece of content with like comments, shares going from there. I think, you know, Ato or, you know, Lazy or all the platforms that you cited, we probably will have different, different paths. I'm not sure if they're going to go uh, the same way as us with social tokens. Some are more into like collective and DAOs like Convise, not sure what Nifty's plan are, are, but to me, the fact that, you know, I'm the only person in the world to have created my personal token. I'm gonna use this to build social tokens on top of Showtime in the coming months. To me, that's something that, you know, I'm worried about and, and I'll see what the competitors are doing. Uh, and, and it's really exciting because there honestly are so many niches that, you know, I'm not really worried about zero-sum games right now. Like the the, the, <laughs> the crypto space is so tiny. There's like two hundred. Thousand, I think, addresses on OpenSea, which is nothing. Yet, OpenSea did like eight percent of the Amazon volume. I think last month it was nuts. So, very excited. We'll see what they do. Not sure if they have the same roadmap as us, but uh, yeah, excited to see what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts a little bit about some of like the motivating factors for people, for like users to use like a platform like like Showtime. And you know, obviously, like NFTs and like social status are like a really is a really interesting thing to explore. And I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about like how that sort of like intersects in the metaverse and how it like mirrors or differs from from the physical world.
0: Well, so the motivations I feel like for creators are, and I think this is what TikTok founder said, which is creators will go to the platform that pay them the most. Um, And it's not a greed things. It's more like, you know, the fair value for the work they contribute, the work they put into social networks, they contribute to network effects of Instagram and TikTok, but never capture that value. So I would say uh, for the creators, you know, they can get a fair value. I think for users, we can maybe find a way to reward their behaviors online. Maybe if they buy an NFT, they get a share of some income or they can access some exclusive content or community that there's many ways uh, we can have users uh, like exclusively benefit from being early, supporting, engaging, buying NFTs or coupons, um, whatever that is. Um, I feel like with regards to the metaverse, uh which to me is vr plus crypto because you want like maybe facebook or apple to sell the headset but you want inside to be economically independent so this is why crypto and nfts are so essential to the metaverse vision to me it's uh, still a few years away but i would say that platforms like um you know showtime will maybe like make you discover creators that you love in the metaverse and maybe the the nft that you would engage or purchase will get you to that metaverse piece of land Um, so to me, this is still the, in between the web two and the metaverse, maybe metaverse is web four, right? To me, like web three is like, you know, on normal laptops and phones, we are entering this financial revolution. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the VR thing. We have 3d NFTs on Showtime. You can view it with like AR kit on your iPhone and like visualize your NFT, uh, like in your bedroom or something. Um. But so, yeah, so we're not Metaverse first, we are like in 2D, uh, if you define Metaverse as VR, uh, but I think it's going to be very exciting and, yeah, people in the Metaverse will probably use the NFT platforms today, like to, to trade using OpenSea, or again, to engage with people uh, using, using Showtime or other social media NFT platforms.
2: I just want to remind our audience that Alex is 23. You know, you are incredibly young with a lot of experience under your belt. Uh, what would you say are the top three lessons you've learned in the NFT space uh, as an operator, as a person, as a founder?
0: Um, so and actually you've been super helpful because I feel like you were executive coach before. Matt just confirmed this before we went on this. So the, the like starting a company, uh, I, I never had a job before. Like my first job was at Meta Cartel. So I've been working on DAOs, like, I I don't know what a normal job is. So I guess learning how to be like a business CEO was like something new for me. (laughs) And then like coming from the NFT space, well, it's very open. So the reason why I joined crypto was because I think it's going to have the highest impact short term, but also the lowest bars to entry. So right now, like before, you know, maybe like the internet boom was maybe like more like 20 something in california specifically now with the nft space we're seeing teenagers we're seeing like more senior people too that previously were priced out of startups which are like 50 plus and and like doing awesomely we're seeing europeans like ave i'm french myself like i feel like a lot of it's not purely fair and we're not seeing like you know founders truly from all over the world um Or like from all ethnic background or or you know, but we can see an improvement over the internet so it's it 's better and better, and I hope it gets more and more diverse, so really any, anyone has a shot, so I would say yeah it 's more open uh anyone can technically get in and it 's uh, a, a more fair technology, especially nFTs a lot of our top creators on Shoretem are females um, and they 're making millions of dollars, which I think is a really awesome thing uh because you know we 're setting a new wealth layer so it's great to make it as diverse as possible so yeah it's it's pretty open um and because it's very open people like me being like you know skyrocketed to uh running a company like i have to catch up on years of learnings that normal feng founders (laughs) um have gone through previously yeah i guess other insights include the fact that the lefty space uh moves very fast the crypto space moves very fast but i don't feel I don't, I don't think like most people that this is overwhelming I actually feel like this is an enormous opportunity because every two, three months, if you really nail a wave, you have an extraordinary start for your company. Um, and I think that's really great. So like, you know, uh, because of loot and composable NFTs, I'm sure there's like a a remix NFT startup that can emerge now in the next month or two. And that would be a really awesome project. Um, you know, I can see the future TikTok duets 50-50, like splitting the, the NFT revenue. So every innovation in crypto makes for many, many companies, many opportunities to really push the space forward. And so the, the faster it moves, the more opportunity there are. And so that, that's really amazing. So, yeah, it moves fast. But if you if you catch up uh, and, and you catch just one wave, uh, you're like off a, a really amazing start. <laughs>
1: Love that. I love that. You know I, know, I know you mentioned Loot, and I think Loot was like a really interesting project for us all to watch. Um, you know, I'm sure that it was fascinating for you as a founder uh, to, to sort of see that take off the way it did, like an open source, like, you know, leaving, like handing it over to the community, like building the foundation and literally just handing over to the community to build. Um, what are your thoughts on, on that project? Like, and what do you think are some of the lessons learned from, from it for, for people who are building in the space? Right.
0: Um, Well, it seems like Loot, uh, if successful, could be uh, the big bang, like the start of the miniverse, but like it started with this small text file, but it's going to escalate into this VR world in like five years where like millions of developers will be incentivized to to work on it. I think, yeah, like there was never composable NFTs until Loot, Uh, although many people have talked about it, you know, the idea that you can keep your skin. In Fortnite and use it for other games. Uh CryptoKitties had the Kittyverse back in 2017, where like some developers were building like a Mario Kart for you to use your CryptoKitty NFT without even the developers talking to each other, right? It's just like purely composable. The, the internet crowd would just collaborate, async. So to me, Loot reminded me that the crypto space is still very early because the way they achieved composability was not to, f- to create two games and like the the game items would transfer from one game to another. Uh, It was like, okay, let's just create text so that I can use like all the the, the existing, uh, you know, uh, knowledge of the industry and the existing builders, which are smart contract developers building other text files or digital artists building visualizers. And so instead of like expanding the NFT space, it kind of went backwards and we're like, okay, because the tooling is so early and raw, let's go backwards and do something even more simple. Uh, and so to me, I was like, composability is obviously amazing for NFTs, but the fact that we don't have more tooling and we are reduced to text means that you know we're still in really day one of NFT composability. Uh, but that's that's really exciting to me, and I'm excited to see what loot, uh, you know, uh, games or um, Creators, influencers, like tons of people are going to come out of it. And I think it's going to be very interesting. The, the challenge is uh how to coordinate. I think Wi Fi in DeFi went through the same problem where like it was launching during the, the DeFi craze before the NFT craze. And after a little while, there was like a lot of people trying to work on it and they failed to coordinate short term, but then it went really well. I expect the same with loot to happen. I think loot was a bit struggling with all this like excitement. To really have a vision. Um, but I think that they're on their path to find out.
2: Very interesting. In that same in that same vein, uh, what do you feel are some of the key milestones in that need to happen to foster mainstream adoption of NFTs?
0: So to me, uh, it's going to be uh perhaps a better wallet experience. I don't feel like right now, like MetaMask is basically taking the entire wave. Uh they they went from six to ten million users, but it's pretty consensus that metamask is like you know an og tooling and it's going to be hard for people to use um so a better wallet on this top and on mobile because mobile is a big deal i think mobile as i said like i think the metaverse is a little early in terms of vr so mobile will take off first so we need better mobile mobile wallets uh mobile NFT uh apps then we probably need also layer two solutions so right now there is polygon and, you know, uh, Blockade Games, Uh, Neon District, I've used it for years and it's been awesome. Um, You know, Polygon, Optimism, Arbitrum, all of those platforms that make it free to create, to transfer NFT are necessary. They're about to be, to go live, like in, I think Arbitrum is live for the past two weeks. Uh, Optimism is going to be live soon. They're going to build like an NFT bridge uh, so that uh, it will be like trustless and, you know, uh, compatible with with ethereum nfts so yeah all the nft transaction need to be free and we need a better wallet experience and i think those building blocks will make the ux so much easier and it's going to be it's going to be really awesome uh so to me those are the two main blockers better wallets um on mobile and um layer two solutions so that the the, the developer fees well the developer subsidize the fees right now like you know people pay gas fees on Showtime, we released free minting because we bear the gas cost on Polygon. And I think, so this is called beta transaction. And I think this should be uh, everywhere. Like when you're booking a Uber, you don't pay AWS uh, 30 cents for, you know, the Uber server somewhere, but Uber is paying this. The same way I think NFT apps should uh, bear the cost of the transaction fees. Uh, the users should not be able to pay this. Like Anyone should just like for free do all the basics of uh, NFT trading and engagement, etc.
1: I love that. You know, like you mentioned, the NFT space does move really quickly, So I'm just—it's tough to keep up on everything that's happening. You know, it's one thing that we're trying to, you know, really be able to help address at NFT now is like keeping up on projects. Things are happening all the time. What are what are some of your favorite artists and projects in the space right now that you think um, our listeners should should know?
0: So, artist, uh, so Shavon Wang, I think, is probably like the first. Uh, artist on, on Showtime, uh, amazing uh, artist. Uh, she's doing like some three D portraits that are super amazing. I am Lirona with like boy was like a very famous collection that was really awesome. I love Blau. Blau is doing his own startup now, uh, and um, Justin is an investor in Showtime, and I think he really understands uh, the social token thing, especially for artists. Um, so that's for the artists slash founders for the projects. I really love fractional.art, I think um, NFTs that are uh, more liquid will not be only uh, only cool for like, you know, buying a hundred dollars of a CryptoPunk. I think this primitive could be useful for social tokens. Um, and it's so like, basically, like we haven't seen the biggest potential from fractional.art yet, but it's a very amazing primitive. Um so I would say, yeah, anything that has to do with turning NFTs into coins and tokens uh, is probably a very interesting thing. It's going to connect with all of DeFi and then we can abstract it and make it so that you can turn creators into like stocks, which is very simple for people to understand. And again, goes back to the Alex, BitCloud, social tokens uh, craze that I, prev- that I predict will happen. In the next six months i would say
2: that's really really fascinating alex and you know just to close it out for our listeners and our audience like what excites you about the future of nfts what's
0: the most what's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to about nfts so to me the most exciting thing is uh, nfts have many many use cases. but i see nfts are replacing as as replacing every single piece of social media content and to me that is like extraordinarily valuable for internet users. Like, you know, we talk about like tipping uh, in the creator economy, like, you know, uh, maybe OnlyFans for buying content or Patreon, but you know, Facebook is a trillion dollar without charging anything only because they own all the JPEGs, right? Facebook owns all the NFTs. Once NFTs are replacing every single piece of um, social media content, advertisers will directly pay creators and, and not just advertisers, but tons of different use cases, like early fans, whatever that is. And so to me, like it's going to be bigger than Fang. It's going to replace internet and social media, as we know. And it's going to be a crazy wealth creation. Like trillions of dollars are going to go back into creators. You know, Jack Paul is going to become probably a billionaire. Like it, it's, everything will change. And I guess like, you know, not just talking about like the superstars, but on average, the average creator will make way more money with NFTs and they will be probably be priced in. So that means like you know, if people will leave their like boring consulting jobs to become creators. And, and I think creators are not just influencers, they also are great teachers. So we're gonna see a lot of people having their skills being monetized online, teaching other people. And I'm really looking forward for this new world. I think it's going to be very exciting. And you know, all of those people. Should make way more money and from the value they create. And so tying the value to the money you're actually making, making it more towards what is actually happening, is going to be much better. And I think it's going to um, make the world more optimistic. Like the NFT space is very optimistic, very positive. GM is like kind of like funny and like lighthearted. To me, it's because people actually feel valorized. They feel valued uh, and respected. It's, it's beyond money. And so, if this happens for millions and millions of people, I think the world will be a much, much better place.
1: I love that. You know, um, well, actually, one one final question that kind of popped up when we were chatting. Um, you know, because I know you're, you're you're so passionate about the social token space as well, and you know, like, and where this is going. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on sort of like the regulatory landscape around what the future of like social tokens and even like fractionalization of, of NFTs looks
0: like. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. So. Um, I think it is something new that probably will not fit uh, regulatory frameworks today, but there are some things. So first of all, like I'm quite confident with like the Roll team and Rally team that there's also tokens, you know, they've been out for like a year or two, and I think they've got uh, no problems whatsoever. And I think, um, so first of all, with NFTs, with like trustless uh, contracts, and uh you know we we have means to one make the consumers not pay maybe make nfts through buying something else or maybe pay like five dollars to access exclusive content or access something so either they don't pay or they access some concrete thing some utility um one and two like you know usually creators apart from if you're a superstar Will not have a massive, massive market, even very big stars. I don't feel it will be like over like 5 million or 10 million market cap. And so like that is much, much smaller than you know the the the, the more bigger projects that are more concerning for the SEC. So I think it's really going to be um fine, but we have to be, I think like the SEC is right to be vigilant towards uh social tokens because they could potentially fool people, obviously, and and People look up to creators a lot. They may not do due diligence. So I understand this is a, a tough topic, but I think the, the winning projects will do well. It's like when we don't really know, if we do the right thing and we make sure to protect the users, it will generally be fine. Like Ethereum never had a legal problem because sure, like it was not fitting the normal framework, but the regulators knew that it was a revolution and it was uh with good intentions, he had a good impact overall. I think I say it will be true. So I'm not too bothered for people generally concerned about pushing the space forward. Uh, And so far, honestly, it's been really awesome in the US. Maybe it's controversial, but the US has been really kind to NFTs and social tokens. And it seems like it's not as financial as DeFi. And so we actually are pretty lucky to not have as much regulatory scrutiny, but obviously uh, protecting investors is is a good thing.
1: (laughs) Of course. Of course. Um, Well, no, I love that insight. Alex, you know, it's a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, and best of luck with everything with Showtime. Yeah,
0: thank you so much, Matt and Alejandro. Uh, yeah, small plug, we're hiring for engineers if, if you want to uh you know build the future of, of social media with us. And yeah, thank you so much, guys. Love it FT now. You guys are crushing it. So congrats.
1: Thank you. All right, thank take you. care, Alex. Cool, take care. See ya. Wow, that was quite a chat. Alejandro, what stood out to you? Wow, what
2: stood out for me. I feel like Alex's clarity and conviction around the impact that social tokens are going to have on the NFT space and subsequently the impact that it will have on the social media and decentralization intersection is going to be really powerful. And I feel like uh, Alex has a really bright future with Showtime and social tokens. if, uh, If anything, I walked out with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I loved his thoughts on you know Web 2, Web 3, and as you put it, Web 4, looking ahead to the metaverse. He's always been a forward-looking person, um, and I'm excited to see what he has in the works for Showtime and beyond. Uh, before we leave you, just a little reminder, if you like what you're hearing, head to whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, and we'd love to get a five-star rating, a little review there. Um, we, we hope you're enjoying this as much as we're enjoying giving it to you. So thank you, and until next week.